Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Or should I say, good evening, as that is the topic of discussion today. We're going to be talking about Unai Emery to start with. We're going to talk about Aston Villa in general after a very impressive result at the weekend. But yeah, should we start with Emery? Because our resident Aston Villa fan has been sat here grinning since it was announced around 10 o'clock-ish. No, sorry, 8 o'clock-ish last night. It was, yeah, that's a pretty big announcement, it has to be said. I'm a little sceptical of it as an outsider looking in, but it has to be said, he's got a proven record, especially in Continental Cup competitions. Could he bring that success to Villa Park? would be interesting to see. I do fear, though, if you look back at his last tenure in England at Arsenal, it did go completely horrifically Arsenal, wrong. Arsenal, so it depends gosh. which Henry you get, but yeah, go on. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the so appointment? Um, I think the main thing for me is what I'm happy about is his play style. The 4 2 3 1, and mm. this will link to the 4 0 win against Brentford. We yeah, saw what happened when you play Villa players in the right system. Gerard just refused. Gerard would play his favourites, McGinn, Ramsey, Coutinho, would stick with the same formation, it wouldn't work, and would lose every week. Aaron Danks yeah. was given one game, he just told us, stick to your positions, play the 4 2 3 1, we won 4 0. Leon Bailey looked like the player that we bought at the start of last season. He actually looked like the quality that we paid for. Yeah. And it's Which, brilliant to see. To be fair, he did show elements of that last season. I think back to, I believe it was Everton. Yeah, he scored. Sorry. Last he year. Scored two on his he scored, yeah, there we go. So and got injured. Do you remember something about Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Last season was yeah. so up and down for Bailey, but he definitely showed, showed glimpses of what he could do. And again, here in this 4 0 win, he showed exactly what he's capable of. And I do think if he can utilise that direct threat which he, which um, Leon Bailey poses, Emery mm. could have great success. There's also rumours that he's looking to buy new wingers, though. I mean, he is, he is said the owners are prepared to back Emery in January with whatever money he needs to yeah. buy who he wants. And again, I look for the whole team, though. What, I was going to say, what areas would you target with that kind of Center half. funds? I'd also say something in the midfield. Yeah. I think you look incredibly porous, especially with John McGinn in there. I also look at um, Arsenal's problem, what we saw under Emery. Arsenal look really good going forward against Emery, but terrible at the back. Yeah. And I, I, I really don't know how to go for it. Because That's in direct contrast to his Villarreal side, who really struggled for creativity, but, but defensively yeah. barely conceded. I mean, I look at their Champions Which, League run last year in that flat 4 yeah. 4 2. It was exactly the sort of system that just got results over yeah. the line. And is that what he could potentially use in the league? Or is that more, just this demonstrate once again, Emery's. Play style is so suited well to cup competitions because you can just set up, yeah. go for the draw, hit one on the counter, and you're through to the next round. I've said, I've, you know, I've said since the appointment is that I don't know how well I, I haven't made any. I think it'll go well in the league, but I think the big result for Emery will be I think we will beat Manchester United in the Carabao Cup tie. I, I, this I was that, my immediate reaction: is I, could they win the Carabao Cup? I think that'll be Emery's big statement if we win that game. If they didn't have United, I'd back him. I think we can beat United. I really do. Depends what United team. Depends yeah. what United team. Especially since they've played in the week before, right? Yeah. Villa's next game is against Manchester United in the league. Then know. it's Manchester United in the Cup. Is well, no, it isn't, is it? It's got the game before then, surely. Yeah. I think. Because United know. play West Ham this weekend. Um, but I, 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 this is phenomenal. I, I'm so really happy. 
Oh, before two. No, Emery's first game will be United. It's that Villa have a game before then. But obviously, Emery cannot manage until November the 1st because of the work, work permit. permit. So we've all yeah. got to be sorted out. We'll finish off on Emery. What kind of players would you be looking at him signing? I know we mentioned briefly sort of positions, but who would you want to bring in? I know that Arnout Danjuma's been mentioned by a lot of Aston Villa fans. I think that would be an intriguing signing and bringing yeah. him back to the Premier League. If I look at it. I don't think he did too well. I though, think Bailey is sorted on the left. I think well, Bailey... that's where Danjuma plays. But, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, Bailey can put on the right. We'll put Bailey on the right. He'll yeah. I don't think... That is where Buendia is best. But, but Buendia did all right. I think Buendia would be really good day. middle. Dan Jordan left. Because Coutinho was such a Gerrard signing because they're best buds. Yeah. And I look at the backup wingers. Who? Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, at least you don't have Garzi and Trezeguet yeah, anymore. they're gone. Well, but they're always gone. Um, but yeah, I think... I think I Dean, Dean Smith got more out of them lads yeah. than Gerrard did. Danny Ings up front looked phenomenal against Brentford. Well, should we go on to that Brentford game? Yeah, go on. Aston Villa 4, Brentford nil. What a game. I'll be honest, we were just sat there Sunday afternoon, check the score. It's 3-0 after 15 Yeah, weren't on TV. I was so annoyed. Why? And all the Villa games that have been on TV this year. Kept getting notifications. I was yeah. like, oh, the 2 o'clock just started. Danny Ings, oh, Danny Ings scored And then really? literally two minutes later, there was a yeah. goal from... The, was it Bailey's got Bailey the Bailey's got the first and Ings got two and then the fourth After that. was Who got the fourth? Watkins came on. Oh yeah. That's that's what I'm saying though. No, Watkins started on the left. Oh yeah, Bailey. Watkins started on the left where I think I think he looked a lot better from what I've heard from Villa fans. But if you bring down Jimmy, Ings looked phenomenal. I know one of the goals yeah. was a penalty, but the other goal was good and The thing is, what the biggest problem for Gerard is he's been trying to play two strikers who work best solo exactly. up front together, and obviously that's not worked. But what I look at, and also um, I think this goes into also yeah. a bit of the World Cup with England, is that if you play Danny as your starting striker, he will play, he played really well against Brentford, and I think he'll continue. Then that yeah. impact of Ollie Watkins just bring a bit of pace and energy into the game, you know, to make runs mm. beyond the tiring defenders. I think that could keep, be key for Emery at Villa but also could be key for Southgate. Met, yeah, we have mentioned this a few times when discussing who should be going on that plane, is that potentially Ollie Watkins would be a better choice than a Tammy Abraham because Abraham's a similar profile of player to Ivan Tony and to Harry Kane. Actually, you want something different in there, but I don't know. Watkins' performances this season haven't merited any sort of... World Cup yeah minutes. I know but, but still but as, as an option it would make more sense to take either Tony or Abraham and then Watkins I think yeah and equally Kane. you could you could play Sterling in that role yeah, but you could play Foden in that role no um, Sterling struggled and we'll get on to him yeah. a little later in the show but I, I do think that Villa looked very good I think defensively mm. didn't look actually looked really good I think the pivot of Luiz and Dendonka maybe Dendonka wasn't a bad signing after all I never thought he was, to be honest. He's a defensively solid player. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it's a deadline day rush signing because they thought Douglas Lewis would go and then when Douglas Lewis didn't go, it was a yeah. bit of an odd one. But I, the, it's more the fact that we've not seen him play, which was a strange choice because he can cover at centre-half and Villa yeah. have really struggled for good centre-backs this year. He can play DM where Douglas Lewis, I mean, arguably shouldn't have played today. Yeah, I, I think, think up that red card was it, it's interesting. <laughs> I think the big thing, Ossie, so Aaron Danks, Ossie, made the big call before 
the game to drop McGinn and Ramsey out of the squad. And and well, Coutinho also yeah. didn't start. And I think that's the greatest demonstration of merit over repre- reputation, which is what the inverse of it, what Stephen Gerrard yeah, did. Gerrard was just playing his favourites. Him and Coutinho were mates. He liked mm. John McGinn. And, you know, you like Jacob Ramsey. It's a similar thing to what we've seen with, I think, Graham Potter a little bit at the start of his tenure at Chelsea. You know, we've seen Aubameyang get a lot of minutes, not really do much with him. Sterling get a lot of minutes, mm. he's struggled. Jorginho get a lot of minutes and he's not played well. And it's a similar thing to what, how we've seen other managers fail in recent yeah. seasons. I Hopefully Emery doesn't do that. Yeah, I think the big thing for me, if I look at those three players, Miguel I'm not bothered about, Emi Martinez, captain to the Villa side as he's our vice-captain. Yeah, that's phenomenal. No, no need to change that. I like Emery as our captain. Yeah. I think McGinn should be benched. I, and I think Jacob Ramsey can come into the side in that cam role. But I think it was good to bench him because it showed him yeah. that no one in that team is undroppable. Yeah, and I think Coutinho. he needed that kick up the arse. I think Ramsey, I like Ramsey. Yeah, but Coutinho's but, yeah. just been poor performance. Yeah. Ramsey has had some good games this year, but I think the last few, he's not been his well, usual best. Ramsey playing actually in Cam, giving that role in the in the middle of that three, in the 4-2-3-1, where he he's actually a good, He's a good rotation option, but I think exactly. Buendia's the best starter yeah. in that role. And, and then it gives you the licence, though, to move Buendia out onto the right and bring Ramsey in through the middle... That's the thing, you want to have that licence so you can play it game by game. If you yeah. go for, you know, say you've got some slow centre-halves, or you've got, say, Liverpool, for example. If it was against Liverpool, I'd play Ollie Watkins up front instead of Danny Ings, because you're going to run past Trent and he's going to field day make those forward runs. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. One thing we've not touched on yet, we've mentioned a lot about Aston Villa, we've not mentioned Brentford. Capitulation, really. Yeah. I mean, to lose 4-0 to a side who've struggled a lot... I mean, new manager, bounce, new formation... But is, is this worrying for Brentford or is it just a minor blip? I think it's a minor blip because Brentford is all about long term. Mm. One little result won't affect them too much. Thomas Frank is staying for the yeah. long term as well. Well, the motto's always been exactly. performance over results, stats over yeah. just the eye test. We know, we know they've been very up and down this season, but they're not doing... Yeah. You know, the 11th in the Premier League is still absolutely fine. But that's what stuns me, is that I don't remember Brentford playing well. This season, other than the Man United game and the fact they scraped a draw I at think, Chelsea, I think it's little which things like a point at Chelsea beats and they they win. That's thing they've been so hit and miss. People don't remember the wins; they remember the losses. But the thing is, I don't think they've done well enough this first half of the season that the second half can be allowed to drop off. No, they sort of had yeah. the reverse last year, where they struggled a lot in the first half of the season. Ericsson carried them for the second half. So far, Ivan Tony's carried him for a lot of this first half season. Through his penalties, through his I think open play goals. A result that I've always remembered, and I think a lot of people forget. For example, they beat Leeds 5 2. Yeah, I, That's not a I big forgot result, that was ever. even a game. Exactly. But, you know, people, not even I, for, to the yeah. game record, I forgot they beat United 4 0. People forget the big results, because obviously, the re- recently. You look at loss to Villa, draw at Chelsea as a big point, hmm. and then but then yeah, I know, you, got you make some really good points. Brian. They beat Brighton. Brighton are such well. a strange one. They played really well yeah. at times this season. They've been able to match up with the big dogs, and then they've thrown away points at clubs they really should be doing better. Good, but it was the same thing with last season, though. It just seems to be a Brighton yeah. thing. I remember back to like Norwich last year. They drew with them both times. Norwich was shite last year. Yeah. Well, and both like times they drop points. They are just, you know, they t- get, take yeah. points from the rich and give them to the poor. Similar to Liverpool. Yeah. 
beat Man City, lose to Forest, which actually hasn't game with put fair, on the board today. Which is why we're on top why four, which Brighton says a lot. Brighton and Liverpool will find themselves in similar spots mm. in the league table. And to be fair, they are, aren't they? Yeah, both exactly. in that like seventh, eighth position. Because so. they lose to the little clubs and bit will beat the big clubs. Which yeah. is perfect if you're Chelsea and United and that. Because if you don't if you don't lose to them then you're laughing. But yeah, well, you, you know I did lose to Brighton. I think no yeah, very <laughs> oh, yeah, got that hand. But no, I wouldn't worry about Brentford. You know, still have you not Liverpool played? I can't yes. I was gonna say, I swear they have, Liverpool, I can't remember. Uh, United won. Hmm. But yeah, Brentford don't need to worry, they're still doing alright and they're still around the mid table. But for Villa things look very, yeah. very good. We mentioned Chelsea United there, I think that's a nice segue. Yeah. Should we get into that game on Saturday night? We were, of course, live for it, so well, if you want to see us air our frustrations no live. No one to turn up until the 87th minute, <laughs> until Scott McTominay was No, like, to be fair, the chat was decently flowing. I meant the game. Oh, right, then. I meant, I meant the game. No one bothered to play any football yeah, until Scott McTominay walked onto the football pitch. Fair enough, that makes more sense yeah, than because like, we were just slagging well, so, off our viewers. Yeah, it was a great I was stream. like, what's this man waffling about? I think the game, like the game, it was just missed chance after missed chance for Chelsea. Yeah. Yang missed a few. Sterling was wasteful, and we can't just rely on Mason Mount to carry the team forward. Midfield mm. again. I thought I cannot watch a Jorginho and Ruben Loftus cheek pivot ever again. I think they looked better. Like the first thirty-five minutes, I'll give you. Jorginho really struggled to have any impact on the game, do anything really, other than negative. But Mateo as soon as you put, make it a three, as soon as we switched up to that diamond, we looked a lot more solid. Absolutely Rolls-Royce with a player. Love it. Yeah. Jorginho looks so much better in a three. I just can't understand why we haven't made that switch. We know mm. now we're comfortable playing a four at the back. We've got so many midfielders. Exactly. We can play it. Well, we don't... Cova's usually injured. Kante's injured. been injured the whole year. I meant Jorginho, Loftus-Cheek, Gallagher... Drop mountain. That's like the worst pivot that ever. Sound <laughs> Poor Georgie is having to do everything defensively because Connor's let, playing yeah, up I front. I think we let Loftus Cheek do the, the, def- do the defence. Well, yeah, when we played the 4 1 2 1 2, which what it appeared to be the other night, we had Jorginho as the sitting DM and then. Mm-hmm. Loftus. Loftus stopped the ball getting Jorginho, which helped. No, even when Jorginho's in that role, he's got two outlets. When he's yeah. in that defensive mid role in a two. He's either got to play it sideways, which mm. he loves, and he that, that's always worrying times. that when he just plays it sideways. Or he's got to pick out one of these, you know, defence-splitting passes. Which he can't do. Yeah, exactly. But he can, but he has to have time. Yeah. And he don't, you don't get afforded that time in the Premier League. So instead, he ends just bashing it exactly. out for a corner. Syria, he would pick that ball up, take a touch, yeah. play, say I play a beautiful ball over top to Chiesa. Sorry, enough time to pull out a cigarette, yeah. light it, and have about three smokes before that ball's gone over the top. Yeah, exactly. When they were at Napoli. We can't bench him. He's our top goal scorer. Yeah, he's scored a lot of pens this year. That was, of course, Chelsea's route to goal. Because we do need him to get a penalty. To score, you know, in big games, yeah. like the United game, if he, if he wasn't on the pitch, maybe we don't score that penalty. Yeah, you mentioned though the Aubameyang and Sterling, that chances they're wasted yeah. and how we didn't take, we weren't clinical enough. But we saw Breyer come on. And the burst he made forwards yeah. that resulted in Scott McTominay. I, I, I've run out of superlatives to describe him with. What was he doing? Just, he just grabbed him. Yeah. I, I think superlatives I is the think, right word. But words describe whatever that man I was trying to do. Similar to Aaron Danks, 
Potter's got to bench his big name players yeah, yeah. to show that they haven't been good enough. I want to see Breuer start. Let's give Pulisic a go. Mm-hmm. Let's not Ziyech actually, um, no. but you know, give Pulisic, give Breuer. Give, I wouldn't mind a four-one-two-one-two with, with Pulisic and Breuer up front together. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea Mount play Brighton this weekend. Yeah. Potter against his former side. I worry you watch this goes out with the Salzburg game over. We yeah. haven't seen the Salzburg game, but I want to see Pulisic, Breuer. Exactly. I didn't even think about that. That will be that would be ideal because or, that's a game we should be winning. The other option is that we play Orba and Sterling to get try and get them a goal to give them a bit of confidence against Salzburg. Yeah, we've got Brighton at the weekend. We okay. shouldn't be going. Oh, we need desperately to get a goal against Salzburg. To be fair, it's Tuesday. They've got till Saturday. Yeah, what's what's the We've got days to rest. No, but, but we've been playing like every other day yeah, for the last we month. On Sunday, so no, I want it. Oh, Saturday. So they only, they only two days. Like, okay, yeah, let's bench them. Also, and those midweek fixtures yeah. last week and the weekend bit, before yeah, that. Let's start right. Let's give up. You know, I want to see changes defensively. Equally though, on the topic of it, Chelsea we drew. Still have we are still Good unbeaten point. when Trevor Chalobah has started. It was a mess. I mean, the goal we conceded Chilwell, man, honestly. I don't know what he was doing. Casemiro, of all people. I know, it's frustrating. It's so and then Kepa. I've loved him this season, he's but I do feel so he should do better from that. Year. But I'm not going to complain too much because he's. Yeah. Like, that was our first goal and conceded. Defense, second goal conceded in goal. I was going to say, since our last one, we'd accumulated 6.91 XG yeah. without conceding. That's so that's absolutely also, insane for Aretha Barker. Kepa's saves in the first half, especially, were massive. Yeah, I mean, it's kept us in games at times. Yeah, I look at the Brentford Rashford, one. The one from Ericsson. And, oh, yeah, Brentford. We'd have lost that no, too. Last Wednesday, they well, had a lot of chance. I mean, Tony, from very close range, heads but it I and Kepa's always tip over. I mean, I've seen the manner that it happened. Chelsea will feel robbed. But yeah. I think, in terms of the whole game, it was probably the right outcome. Yeah, I think a point is just... Yeah, for both and, teams. but I also think for both teams, they're on the up. It's looking good for both teams. Chelsea, yeah. both teams under new management. I, I think they look both teams better. Playing well, but you say on the up, they're actually on the down because of a very plucky Newcastle side. I think is a very nice segue yes. into the next game. It's it was Tottenham one, Newcastle two, on wow. Sunday afternoon. I mean, Newcastle take a bow. Yeah. Eddie Howe, Magpie Army. They're flying. They were. Absolutely they were going to be flying. the theme of this show until Westerville decided to steal the headlines on uh, Tuesday, but yeah, on Monday. Sorry. I mean, exceptional from Newcastle. They look phenomenal. Yeah. And we'll get into top. They're we'll really fun to watch. Focus on Newcastle. Yeah. They, look they really don't good. look like conceding no. in games at the moment. Yeah, they conceded that one goal to Kane, and that's really annoying because no. I can paper trophy over my fancy yeah. team. But, but I look at it. Every player is on form really right good. now. Yeah. Wilson's firing. Set. Um, so Max Man's also good to come back from injury. Mikael Almiron. Ever, ever Almiron. since Jack Grealish slagged him off. I know. Ever since he said that, oh, Bernardo Silva's looking like Almiron last season. What a mug. Or whatever. It's something along those yeah. lines. Paraphrasing that, that. But, um, yeah, he's looked late. Mikael Almiron has scored more goals this season than Jack Grealish has in his Manchester City career. Yeah, well, uh, this season Grealish on one, Almiron is on seven now. Yeah, and Grealish has only scored four in we'll the Manchester just check City shirt. But that's, that is insane numbers. Like Almond he's up there, he's up there for top goal scorer. For player, Obviously, disregarding Haaland, who's on seventeen. For a player, he's on six now. For a player who's been laughed at last season for not being great, he's in front of And another man who looked horrific when he came to the Premier League, Joe Linton. 
What a turnaround. It's a transformation, isn't it? But once again, it's looking at a player and their profile and being able to fit that profile to a position rather than their predetermined position. Because Joe Linton, they just seemingly, someone along the line said, yeah, he's a striker. And then that was just it. He is yeah. a striker now. Yeah. It took Eddie Howe to come along and go, this guy can't score, this guy can't, can't shoot, shoot, but he's a good passer and he can run. Midfield Where are you going to put him? Minimum midfield. Yeah, and he's actually scored a load more from there. Yeah. So actually, he's when, really he's, good. when he's given he's those really kind good. of positions to score from, he does and well. And to think, you've got players, obviously St. Maxine's only just come back from injury. Alexander yeah. Isak is still injured. Put him in that It's time. a scary prospect. It's yeah. a scary prospect because people talk about when clubs have a good start to the season, you know, you look at your Bournemouth, your Brighton's, and your Brentford's, I think, last season, I'd say Leeds the season before, Sheffield United the season mm. before that in recent years. It tends to be a really strong first half of the season. They kind of lose steam over Christmas and that fades yeah. away towards the end. But with Newcastle, not only do they have the World Cup this year, yeah. When not many of their players are going to go, so you'd imagine. Joe Linton will not be your I was going to say, well, potentially Bruno Guimaraes might yeah. make the trip. Oh, yeah. You'd imagine. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned him. You, you, yeah, exactly. You imagine Trippier yeah. will likely go with England, potentially Dan Byrne, I'd argue, deserves a spot in the World Cup maybe, side. Maybe, yeah. I don't think Again, you can justify throw. taking Harry Maguire, Tyrone Mings, <laughs> Eric Dyer. an injured John Stones, and Eric Dyer over Dan Byrne this year. Yeah. I, I think the big thing for, for me, they were bottom and he has to go for me. Newcastle beat the little sides, not the little sides, but the not you know outside the big six. Yeah, yeah. But they also beat the big six. Draw to City, draw to United, beat Tottenham. You have to consider Newcastle top six side now. I think a hundred percent. And I, I, I know. But like, I don't care for the big six. Whatever reputation doesn't really mean much in the Premier League. And for me, the difference is they haven't gone out and. I mean, yes, they've had the investments, hmm. but I think the big thing for me is they haven't gone and splashed the cash on these big players and you know, they haven't got Neymar and Mbappé. They've recruited like smartly. Exactly. They've, they've looked it's at the brilliant. players they need. They've asked Eddie Howe, look, what profile do you want us to go and sign? Evidently, he said, we need a striker because Wilson's too injury prone. We need someone young, we need someone quick mm. that can get, you know, we'll play the ball in behind and he'll finish it. And they went and picked up Alex Isak. Exactly. 60 mil, smart. I think it was. Less than yeah. that, I believe. Well, Fantastic acquisition. What I really... Bruno Guimaraes yeah. as well, yeah. Trippier, Dalban. They're the ones I like. Exactly. Such smart Nobody. piece of business. When you when they bought well. them, when they bought Trippier, Pope, Dan Byrne, everyone thought, oh, they should be mid-tail players. I mean, Pope Eddie, for 20 mil, right? Yeah, Eddie Howe has turned these type of players into mm. world-class players. Miguel Almiron, Bruno Guimaraes. Nobody this season would have thought that they'd be scoring goals in a top-four side. It's a wonderful mix of underrated exports, yeah. players yeah. that have been tearing up in league gun and have looked at the the attributes they possess and they've been able to fit them in this side and players in the Premier League that have gone under the radar like a Dan Byrne arguably he should have been sold for a similar price as Ben White but for whatever reason he wasn't he wasn't and now you know I'd argue Dan Byrne is a better centre half than Ben White right now and I I think that Dan Byrne has looked so much better at Newcastle than he did at Brighton that's saying Newcastle looked at that's what I'm saying is Dan Byrne did sensationally at Brighton just no one knows. But they looked at the type of player they needed. They went, this guy mm. has the potential to be what we need. And Eddie Howe has yeah. got that potential out of him. Well, they needed that Premier League experience. But what they also wanted was a potential world beat. And they picked up Sven Botman. And that's, that's they, a very solid piece of business. Because what they can do is, while he still adapts to the Premier League, you've got Dan Byrne, you've got Jamal Lascelles. Kieran Trippi's been here before. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've got players around him that can solidify the team. Mm. 
and then you just rotate Botman in and out of the side. You make sure yeah, he's getting comfortable really with the Premier does. League. I think when, he's very and he's what twenty four. Yeah. So you're probably going to get another eight years out of him. He's got potential Newcastle captain material. Yeah. Written all over. Or he stays, which I think I think he will, because I think there's no step up. Because mm, I think Newcastle will be right up there. Yeah, it depends, obviously, because if a club like a Barcelona come knocking, it's hard for a player to say no. And if if Newcastle can get enough for him, if they can turn yeah. a healthy profit, then why wouldn't you? And I, I, I also look at it as if, in terms of like winning, winning something this year. If you're Newcastle, yeah. look at the Carroll Cup, for example. Chelsea have got City. One of them will be knocked out. United have got Villa. One of them's going to be knocked out. That's immediately two big sides knocked out. And then you're looking at what? Newcastle. Well, United and Villa? Well, no, well really, as I said before, Villa had the potential to okay. knock United out. Yeah, okay. It, if United knock Villa out, though, which means, I think Newcastle are going, for well, example, it's the cake now, isn't it? Example. <laughs> Now that Unai Emery no. and there's no Ashley Young in the competition, we're going to walk hard, it, mate. Say, you could end up with it just being Newcastle, Liverpool, Chelsea, Villa. Yeah, then they'll be no, thinking no, we no, can walk no, it. No, no. I'm just saying that you're knocking United out. Right. You're losing all your big clubs there. Potentially. Potentially. That Chelsea beating City, though. Who have Newcastle I'm not, got? I don't actually know. What, in the Cup? Yeah, in the Carroll Cup. Bournemouth? West Ham, something like that, isn't it? Let me have a look. Um, See if I can beat you to it. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah I'm no, just... Newcastle have been incredibly impressive this season. And we're obviously top scorer up with six. He's only two or five in Tony, by the way. Four off Kane. And 11 off Erling Haaland. They've got Palace. Oh, that is a tough tie. At home. And? St James Park is a fortress, I, I agree. I... But Crystal Palace yeah. is a tough side. Things that we say it's a fortress. That have looked a bit old over the place this season. Okay, I did say it's done against Big Six. But their only loss this season is to Liverpool. Yeah, and yeah. Liverpool, just you never know what team's yeah. going to turn up, really, do you? And even in that game, we were saying that it could have gone either way. Yeah. I remember we were covering up. We weren't covering that one on the night, but that was the game we switched but to, I believe. Neil draw to Brighton. 3-3 draw to City. Beat Tramere. Yeah. That was the one that really made a difference. Saying. But yeah, Newcastle look like they. And if you're what I be, I think now getting onto this team, I said that United, Chelsea, Newcastle in fourth, fifth, and sixth are on the up. The team in third, Tottenham, have got to be worried. Yeah, especially since Chelsea and United both have games in hand. If they win, then Tottenham suddenly slip to fourth. One or two bad results, and Tottenham could find themselves sixth, which I think would be even Fulham. a much better showing of a much better. What's it called? Russ? No, showing I guess of where where they stand in the Premier League. It'd but be more. Um, I guess retros- I, I think retrospective, but that's not the right word. Yeah, what it means. Like, Representative. Yeah, okay. Something like that. Yeah, how good they it are. It looks like it should do. By the way, Fulham are two points out of Liverpool. I love that as a thing. Yeah. But I think on Tottenham, back-to-back losses now mm. to United and Newcastle. I know two tough games, but if I look at Tottenham's record against the Big Six this year, it's not been good. I think no. the draw at Chelsea should have been a loss. The loss to United, loss to Newcastle. Who else, who's they, who else do they lose to? Well, i got Bournemouth this week. That's that, don't, They're a team that can provide an upset, I'll give you saying. that. But that is a test. It is, it is Bournemouth. No, it is a test. What I'm saying is, if they yeah. win... Everything's okay, it's okay, not too bad. If they lose, they need to have a bit of a Especially with Liverpool the week exactly. after. Which will, of course, be covering on TFC Live. Yeah, that's a win. 
They'll take. They should yeah. take six points from these games. Potentially but I think nine. Tottenham just need to kind of clear their minds a bit. Two losses to two big sides. They need to reset and yeah, they need to for them. They need to clear their if they minds beat, they could beat Bournemouth five 0 this weekend, and then suddenly it's all right. Yeah, they, then they definitely. If they lose to Bournemouth, they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah, I think we've focused a lot of our attention on the show so far at the top of the table. I think it might be time to have a little further look, little look further down because I have to say. All of the bottom ten, I think, could get relegated this year. Yeah, like, I think Villa now. I think the fact that that Ever we've seen now. such Red good performances from Bournemouth and Fulham hmm. has sort of... Yeah, Bournemouth are still 14. Yeah, but that's, that's still that's a really lot good. better than I thought they'd be. I thought they'd be bottom. But One team that I thought we'd see Forrest much higher this year after bottom. their recruitment is Leeds. You reckon? I thought I looked at Christensen, Aronson, I saw Bamford coming back... I you know they lost Tyler Adams, Mark Rocker. I, I feel like we put them like time. top of our um, transfers. Yeah, we near the top. Uh, tier list. I thought Marsh is in. They looked really good towards the end of last mm-hmm. season. Obviously kept in the Premier League. I thought they'd be on the up. It hasn't been that easy. No, no, it certainly hasn't. We've uh, got two place. wins this year. One relegation one zone One of them now. was Chelsea. Who you use the other one? Can't remember. But I think you look at it. Bamford's yeah. been back for a few games now. He still hasn't scored this year. You know, games like Arsenal, where I know it's Arsenal, but they had Leeds had two penalties of them, right? Or at least one. Yeah. And they still lost the game 1-0. They have got a game in hand, though. So, as yeah. much as people saying, you know, they're a bit all over the place, if they win that, they suddenly climb all the way up to 15th. Wow. Well, no, but that's, that's at least I not in the relegation mean. zone. But Equally, I think that game in hand's probably losses, a toughie, isn't it? The loss to Brentford. They isn't that game in hand against United? Yeah, maybe. Have a look. But Leeds, I think Leeds need to be careful. Leeds and, and so is Jesse Marsh. Because I think we saw Alan Bielsa. Well, Leeds. They've got a yeah, game against United. Yeah, is Leeds that a game in hand? Need to, <laughs> nice. need to be careful. Yeah. I think. Do, do you think it's time to sack Marsh? I know that a Not lot of yet. Leeds fans think Not they yet. should be sacking him, and people saying that the board is so inconsistent. Because Bielsa, who was obviously loved by Leeds fans, so I think there's a little bit of bias there, but Bielsa did, he picked up more points in fewer games, or like the same amount of points in the same amount of games, mm. and got sacked for it Similar during to- towards the end of the season when he had a lot of players injured, mm. and yet Marsh has been afforded that same time when it's his squad, he's got no injuries. Yeah. Similar to um, it's, Villa it's with Dean Smith and Gerrard. Villa was so quick to get rid of Dean Smith. But they gave Gerard time. Equally, three games before the winter break for the World Cup. I think you keep him, see what happens. If you lose all this was, three... This is what I was saying about Villa, though, and they've been Gerard, so... Yeah, but Villa... And every Villa team. fan's buzzing, so... Villa lost 3-0 to Fulham. I agree, but Leeds lost 3-2. <laughs> so maybe maybe Fulham was out here sacking yeah. managers everywhere. I think give Marsh the three games left. If they're still in the relegation zone by the World Cup... Sack him. There he goes. Straight to the America it's, job. It's not, I re- yeah, I really which like will be vacant Marsh, after the bottom of their group because the mighty England have battered them. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but yeah. sure. Uh, I th- yeah, I think if they lose all three, as you said, they're still in the relegation zone. It's time for Jesse Marsh to go. But yeah, it does have other managers that could get the sack. Oh, hang on, just quickly. Wolves I, I also think that yeah, Jesse Marsh has spent at least half this year off the touchline because he's been banned. He has fought every manager, yeah. And the only ones he hasn't fought are the ones where he's been suspended. He's going to say. 
but yeah, interesting. Look at other managers then. Wolves have sat the manager. They've still not appointed anyone. Well, they're going for Mick Beale, and then Mick Beale said, no, I prefer QPR. But what the hell would be the point in sacking a manager mm-hmm. and then yeah. not hiring anyone? Like Villa went bang. Two days after Gerrard's gone, let's get let's get Gerrard. Let's go, not get Gerrard in. Like, they've, they've genuinely... Uh, I can't understand that. It makes no sense. As to why you'd go, yeah, we desperately need a new manager. With Bournemouth, Gary O'Neill's been flying. Wolves haven't. Yeah, so it's not even like they've had a good coach come in. Yeah. Nothing's happened at Wolves. They're just stagnating at the moment. Steve Cooper at Forest. He's, he's they're doing all right. It looks like he'll stick around. Big win at Liverpool. Huge win. Yeah, at put some level on points with Wolves and Leeds yeah, now. Exactly. Potentially, they could, could they pick up a few more points in their games to come? Yeah, I think Forest are all right. Let's go see if they've got quickly. Because as we've said all the time with Forest, they have potential. Who have they got the next this week? So it's Arsenal away. Okay, well let's rule that one out. Brentford at home. That's a winnable game. Palace at home. That's a, they're they two winnable kind games. of got to take six points, haven't they, at this stage of the season? Okay, well, that's a bit harsh. But they need points. Palace and Brentford are still good sides. Yeah, but they need points. They might yeah. beat Arsenal. Rod- Rodgers, Leicester... I really don't know. How is that man still They beat Wolves 4-0. Yeah, Wolves... As I said, Wolves are absolute crap. Yeah. I think... I don't think you sack him yet. I don't think you sack... I think, again, same with Marsh. Give him... Give him to the World Cup. Give him to the World Cup if they're in the relegation zone, he goes. Yeah. Fair enough. Southampton... Ralph Harson, who talk? I feel like they're always... They're always down there. there. They've done so well. Well, they've they've looked all right, but they have had big injuries. Arnold Belakotchab is Romero still Lavi out is injured. Now. Romeo Lavia is now one. returning, which is good. He can get three games in before Chelsea sign him in January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, love to see. I think Arsenal is fine. They stick with him. He's lost 9-1 twice. He can't get a, a sack. Villa have already binned one off. Yeah. Bournemouth seemingly yeah. aren't yeah. going to hire one. They're just going to keep yeah. giving O'Neill. Because yeah. if they keep on a caretaker's contract... Then they'd have to pay they don't have to pay him as much. Yeah. It's very smart from Bournemouth. As for Palace... That's fine. Keep yeah, not yeah. doing bad at all. Everton, they're not. Ev- what? Lampard. I was going to say, Gerard certainly not smashing. They, they look brilliant. Alex, the way we yeah. on Sunday. Um, I mean, we do a podcast about him. Yeah. He goes and smashes it. I was going to say, about, like, is Emery now going to put it top corner? Just saying. Who knows? Is he coming to sub on? In like the Villa kit with Emery yeah. 99 on the back. Runs on for a penalty. Uh, and then Brentford. There you go, sack Frank. They've got a free three points this weekend, which is nice. They're playing Wolves. So... Well, that's it. If they lose that, rethink. Not rethink. Just, I don't know with Brentford. Rethink. Sack all the... Yeah. Everyone. West Ham had a slow start. They're ten- How were they... Sorry. Can we just... I know. When did West Ham get 10th? Well, they've sort of... It's been a weird Premier League season, hasn't it? They beat Forest on Monday night. Yeah, form for Monday sorry. night. The week before that, they lost, lost to the... Liverpool. The week before that, they drew South a Southampton. And beat... When did they beat Fulham? They beat Fulham, and they Wolves. beat Wolves. Lost to Everton. So basically, they had some tough games, like... I mean, Chelsea in game week six. When did Chelsea play West Ham? I don't remember that game. I don't remember that game either. It's a three o'clock. Uh, they so drew with did... Tottenham. When did they draw with Tottenham? They beat Villa. Yeah, but so basically, that. West Ham have been shit this year. But, but somehow, Wolves, Villa, <laughs> Brentford, Bournemouth, Bournemouth and Fulham and yeah. Forest are keeping them alive. Fair enough. They've got 14 points to their name. Well, it's all confused because I was listening to the day of Moyes' post-match press conference last night and he was saying, I know you've had a really slow and tough start. And I thought, oh, they must be down 15th. Mm. They're 10th. But for West wow. Ham... Who yeah. want European football every year? But equally, I think Newcastle take their spot. Oh, 
But c- could they take Liverpool's spot instead? Maybe. Well, I think Fulham will take their spot. Could Tottenham drop through the order? All oh, things will have to find out. Yeah. But people who do prem, prem predictions and FPL videos, this is the worst season ever. Because yeah. I never know what the score is going to be. Yeah. And I don't have a clue who's going to score in any of those no, games. No, we don't do our reason. No, right, yeah. It's a joke, we do. <laughs> I think that's what we'll call it today. It's yeah. been a good one. Been yeah. better to do a longer form. How long we got to? Uh, we have got to 34 minutes. Things we love to see. We've, the podcast has been getting shorter recently, so I thought we'll do, do a bit of a longer one. Yeah. We'll probably return some longer format stuff. I think that's what the people on Spotify Let's prefer. Let's enjoy it or not. Yeah, get involved in the comments down below. Maybe, we'll, do yeah. Maybe if we start doing more regular long-form stuff, yeah. we'll get some more audience participation involved. Maybe we Can get some... podcast coming your way. <laughs> Maybe we can get some... I don't fancy exporting that one. No, that's terrific. Maybe we get some audience <laughs> questions towards the end of the yeah. show, yeah. stuff like that, getting involved. But yeah, that is all for today. We've got some podcasts, not podcasts, we've got some live streams coming up. We've got... Day this comes out, we've got some Champions League tonight. Don't know who we're covering just yet at the time of recording, but there will be a stream page out when this goes out, before this goes out. So yeah, look look for that. I don't know which game it'll be yet. Probably Ajax-Liverpool, off the top of my head. Then this weekend, we've got a Saturday morning stream, Le- uh, Leicester Man yes. City. It's a game we wouldn't usually cover, but it's my birthday. So we thought we'll come on, celebrate it. Alright, don't have to join me, I'll just sit here by I'll myself. If we can find some party hats, we can do some party hats. And then on Sunday, we have West Ham versus Man United. So we can see what that Man United, that West Ham team yeah. sorry, is all about. What game is that? Sunday. West Ham Man United on, on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry, I just, I, they're both United and I just said. Yeah. Words, but you said yeah. West Ham United. So I thought you meant right. The yeah, no, they team. are the team. They're just playing themselves. And then yeah, we've only got after that. I think three more streams to the World Cup. It's coming. So we're going to take. We're going to take a nice two week break from our last Prem games. So our day, almost daily World Cup schedule. I think we start with I'm a seventeen so day consecutive so schedule. Oh, it's coming home, guys. It's going to be amazing. It's coming home. It's going to be amazing. So look at World Cup content starts. Potentially next week, if we could think of a concept, if not the week after, we've definitely Bucking got some stuff flags coming. and there Sweet is, Caroline yes. on full volume. <laughs> Love it. Yes, on the England stream, they're going to be buying it. Look December. out for all of that. That is all, though, for today. Make sure to get involved, as I said, in the comments down below. If you're listening on Spotify, head on over to the YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, feel free to share the love on Spotify. We're getting more and more downloads and yeah. follows on there, so get involved there. But yeah, that is all for today. Thank you all very much for watching. And we'll see you next time. See ya.